Welcome to the LSAT Habits Podcast. I'm your host and instructor, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. That's JDLSAT.com. In each episode, I share key habits to optimize your study and maximize your LSAT score. So in today's episode, I'm going to share my routine before the exam and PTs. Now, as you might recall, if you listen to the last episode, this is sort of piggybacking on that one, because in that one, <clears throat> I explained the importance of routine, some general guidelines. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, you might want to listen to that first. Um, but if you've done that, now you're here. Awesome. So why am I giving my routine today? It's not because I think that my routine is perfect, but it's to give you an example, a nice concrete example. I was working with one of my students uh, this week, Jason and I, you know, we're talking about routine. He's like, well, hey, give me some examples of yours. Initially, I was a bit hesitant because I want you to think this is the perfect way to do it. But I also realized, hey, um, oh, excuse me, not the perfect way, but the perfect or the only way to do it. But hey, you know, it, it is nice to have some concrete examples. So we went through my routine, you know, with the disclaimer that, hey, optimize this for you, trial and error it. This works for me. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. But hey, Perfect it for you. Build on it. So you know, he and I got to talking. And I thought, heck, why not do a podcast doing the same thing? Um, so I'm going to share my um, my routine with you that I used before taking the exam. And by the way, just a heads up, this is also good not just for taking the exam, but taking your PTs as well. That way you can get used to it and you... Um, you know, get into that mindset where you're treating a PT like the exam and the exam like a PT. So that way, when you go to the actual exam, and we got one coming up this week, um, or this coming week for uh, June 2021, um, you can say to yourself, okay, I might be nervous. And obviously, there are some important things going, you know, there's, there's some important stakes here, but I've done this before. I've done this every time I've done a PT. And hey, you know, you... Um, going into your routine beforehand kind of gets you into that mode. So without further ado, let me get into my routine. But again, keep this in mind. You don't have to do it exactly the way I'm doing it. But these are some of the key things I did. Use it, trial and error it, see what you like, experiment, and try this on your PTs. So that way you can translate it the day you do the exam. So before I get into the day of exam, let's just take a moment to think about the night before the exam, because that is important. Um, the night before the exam, there's a number of things, but just the, the, the few key things I want to bring up now. One, <clears throat> make sure everything's prepared. Have everything you need, administrative stuff, uh, everything you need to access ProctorU or whatnot for the exam. Just have that ready and at your fingertips. Make sure your desk is set up. Make sure your room is organized the way you need to for ProctorU. Um, also, you know, take care of yourself the night before. Make sure you're getting proper sleep. Stop studying at, uh, don't study like crazy the night before. I certainly wouldn't take a PT the night before. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, maybe even have a time limit and say, okay, if I do study, fine, I'll study, but nothing crazy. I'll just kind of go over my review sheet. And if you um, don't have a review sheet, I'm going to reference it again, probably in this episode. Um, but also there's a previous episode entitled the review sheet that I want to encourage you to, um, to, to listen to. Uh, that can be helpful to you. But basically, make your studying light based on your review sheet. Certainly don't take a PT um, the, the day before the exam. 
you know, you wouldn't want to run a marathon the day before a marathon, and these things are quite exhausting, so don't take a PT the day before the exam. Light studying. Um, this is, uh, <clears throat> you know, this is a long-term thing you study for. I mean, if you're listening to this, you're probably studying over the long term. So, um, and then have a nice dinner, make sure everything's ready. Pretty much just make sure everything you need is available. At some point the night before, maybe, you know, if you've got a family member you're with or a significant other or somebody, just have a buddy system and say to them, hey, listen, do me a favor. I might be worried about this exam, so I might... <laughs> given the temptation of studying too long, encourage me to stop at a certain point, like maybe around dinner time or even earlier, and just relax, yeah, have a nice dinner, um, watch a funny movie, I always say that, I I would always watch something I'd enjoy, just to kind of help me detach a little bit. So if you're like me and you like comedy, I think comedy is a great way to detach. I'd watch Napoleon Dynamite, one of my favorite movies of all time. Whatever makes you laugh, I recommend... <clears throat> You certainly don't have to pick a funny movie, but I would pick something that's a little lighthearted to kind of help you detach. Take care of yourself. Get to bed early. Cool. That's the night before. Obviously, there are other things, but we're really going to focus on, on your routine the day of the exam. So, next morning, you're waking up, <clears throat> and if you've listened to any of my episodes in the past, you want to maximize your sleep on a consistent basis, so hopefully you've got the amount of sleep that's optimal for you. I would say that's more than eight hours for everybody. And a lot of people would think that they need less sleep. I'd be hard pressed from every student I've ever worked with. Maximize your sleep. We also did an episode again on sleep. So feel free to listen to that episode of the podcast, that podcast episode on sleep. But ideally you've gotten great sleep. Cool. You're awake. You're fresh. Okay. First thing, I mean, this is my routine. So um, again, it's an example. You can modify it for you. First thing I would do is start making coffee. Um, I love coffee. I'm a big coffee drinker. I don't want to drink too much, uh, but I want to have enough to be caffeinated. Now, if you don't drink coffee, don't start because I'm drinking it. If you like tea, drink tea. If you don't drink caffeine, not a good time to start. Um, if you do drink caffeine and you like coffee, make your coffee. Have your coffee getting ready. When I've got my coffee brewing, I go in the shower. Um, and it's kind of nice because I set my coffee up, then I'm jumping in the shower. So I, I have that to look forward to something really important. I actually did a blog post on this that I'll probably reference in the show notes. I do recommend showering before you take the exam. And some people are night showers. I'm not saying that people don't shower, but you know, it's just a matter of when you do it. I like to do it in the morning. Um, I think it, it, it just kind of refreshes you, um, gets you awake. Now, if you're a night showerer, I suppose uh, you don't have to, but I do think it can really, especially if that warm water in your face can really get you going. Um, so especially if you're someone who showers in the day, I would recommend showering when you get up just to really wake yourself up. There's just something about that hot water in your face. So again, have my coffee brewing, shower, get out of the shower, dry off, start my cup, yeah, have my cup of coffee, then go outside. I think this is really important. I know, you know, I'm at the time of this, we're still dealing with COVID and hopefully this thing will, you know, this pandemic will get better and better in time. Uh, we've come a long way, but e even though we want to be safe, you can still go outside. Obviously keep your distance, wear your mask if you need to, depending on, go outside, be careful, but go outside, get that sunlight, get that, you know, get that sunlight on you, Just walk around your block, something, bring the coffee with you. Appreciate if it's a beautiful day. If it's, Winter, I still think it's worth getting outside. Um, I'm lucky I live in California, but I used to live in New York. 
no matter where I was, there's just something about sunlight, even on a winter's day. So if you can, get outside. Obviously, be careful if it's raining, but it's just nice to get outside. It helps you stay awake. So, okay, cool. I go outside. Next thing, come back in, um, or, or, or you could do this outside. This is when I do my cardio. I do about 20 minutes of light cardio. And I'm not a big cardio person. Um, I don't think you have to be into working out. But the reason I like cardio, and again, if you're not into working out, then maybe you don't want to start now or the day of the test because I don't want you to get injured. But light cardio, I think, can be helpful because it gets your brain going. I'm not so much even saying this for the health benefits as much as I'm saying it for your mental performance. There's a really great book a student uh, recommended to me called Spark, S-P-A-R-K. I'll reference it in the show notes. And it gets at how um, we can use exercise to optimize our, our mental performance, or excuse me, I should say our cognitive performance. And it even references students that, you know, had this reading comp stuff, uh, similar to what we have on the LSAT, maybe not as hard, but they had reading comp to deal with. And they would purposely get exercise, do some cardio beforehand to get their brain going. So even in the book, they kind of say, it doesn't have to be crazy. You just want to get your heart rate to a certain, you know, reasonable level. It doesn't have to be crazy high. Um, but I, I would do 20 minutes of light cardio. That's what I would do. If you have a piece of equipment inside, you can do it on a treadmill or an elliptical or, you know, one of those bike indoor bikes. If you want to just do some light jogging, that's cool too. I do recommend 20 minutes of light cardio. Get you that runner's high, if you will. Get your brain going. You think a lot faster. You feel more awake. So there's that. Then there's breakfast. Um, and if you, by the way, 20 minutes you don't necessarily need to shower again, but if you want to shower again, cool. I don't want you to drive yourself nuts. Not a bad idea though. Um, if you need to, I want you to feel fresh. Breakfast. So for me, um, this is what I would eat back in the day. Um, uh, you know, protein, carbs, and slow burning carbs and, and fat to keep you full. It's right. The standard American diet, I suppose. But, but it is really important that you're not just having uh, one macronutrient over the other if you're on the standard American diet. So here's what I would have. I usually have eggs, scrambled or an omelet. Um, I would have uh, oatmeal for my slow burning carbs. I like steel cut oatmeal. Um, I think it's uh, great because you know, it gives you the energy, um, but at the same time, it's slow burning, so you're not well, spending it all out if you just had like a whole bunch of sugar. Um, so even slow cut, steel cut oatmeal, if you get an instant one, even then it can take a while. So I'll often soak the steel cut oats overnight or something. That way it's ready for me. You can even make your breakfast overnight. That's not a bad thing. Um, again, you're trying to optimize the time that you have before your exam. Um, but yeah, so to me, standard breakfast, um, again, right, like steel-cut oatmeal, eggs for the protein and the fat, keeps you full. Um, if you want to add an apple or something, by all means, uh, you want that glucose for your brain. Um, so cool. You know, the other alternative I would give if you want, and this could also be a snack too, depending on when we get into the August LSAT, there's going to be a break. Um, or if you just want to do this instead, if you want something simple like um, uh, PBJ can be great, peanut butter and jelly, or if you're like me, almond butter and jelly, um, whichever one you like. Uh, the reason uh, peanut butter, almond butter and jelly can be great is because it's it's got protein and it's got fat, but it's not going to weigh you down. It's going to keep you full, but not weigh you down the way something heavier might be because you want that protein and you want fat to keep you full throughout this. 
right? Because this is this long exam, but you don't want to feel weighed down. In fact, um, a lot of baseball players will purposely have it before they go out and perform um, because it's going to keep them full, but it's not going to weigh them down. So PBJ is great. I do recommend um, slower burning carbs. So uh, whole wheat bread or some sort of like whole grain as opposed to white bread and that way it'll burn slower. But again, you've got um, the fat and the protein in the peanut butter. You've got the glucose in the jam or jelly. And then of course the slower burning carbs uh, in the bread. So that's a great thing. You can have that for breakfast or bring it as a snack if a snack applies. Okay, so we talked about nutrition. Um, by the way, if you're on a special diet, obviously adhere to that if you're, you know, that would be appropriate for your diet. But um, bottom line is whatever diet you're on, you want to optimize it. Okay, next. Um, I like at this point to meditate. And I was never a big meditator um, before this, but there's something about the LSAT that can be quite conducive to meditating in the sense that with the LSAT, you're just constantly thinking, you're hyper thinking, you're analyzing the heck out of everything. And meditating in some ways, and I'm, I'm probably going to, you know, mess this up for some purists out there in, in meditating, but essentially you're turning your brain off like in a sense, right? We're, I want to say we're thinking of nothing, but we're maybe thinking about our breath or something. So we're not all over the place trying to hyper think. We're just being in the present. We're just in some ways saying this is a lay person. I want to say we're, maybe we're not turning off our brains, but we're giving our brains a break and it can be really nice. So um, I'm not a crazy meditator, but uh, there are some basic videos on there, just even just counting your breaths one to five. And every time you hit five, you go back to one. That'll just keep your mind off of anything that might cause you anxiety or overthinking and just give yourself that for a few minutes. Um, now, I'm a total layperson when it comes to this. I just found some practical meditation that worked for me. If there's some better stuff out there that you like, then by all means, go ahead. But it can be nice to center yourself and just turn, again, give your brain a rest before you have to do this really intense thinking for the LSAT. So I would meditate for a few minutes at this point in the game. Then, okay, at this point I would probably sit down at my desk. Now, when I took the exam, this was actually before the flex, um, I would at this point go to the exam place. But we live in the world of flex now, and for the foreseeable future we're going to be taking these in our homes which is not a bad thing. There are some real pros to this. So bottom line, sit at your desk where you're going to take this thing. Have everything ready. Have your equipment ready. You're not done yet. I would say try to sit down like at least 30 to 40 minutes before the start time. Just get oriented. Make sure you have everything ready. Um, go over your review sheet. And again, I kind of referenced that I've talked about this in the past. Have a review sheet. Um, feel free to go back and listen to an earlier podcast we did on review sheets. But just go through your review sheet. Just kind of remind yourself of things to be aware of. And just in summary, the basic thing is this. All the stuff that these finer points where you're like, or, or I guess bigger points where you're like, okay, I got to remember this when I take an exam. Or I got to remember this when I take a practice test. That should be in your review sheet. All those things that you, 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 you know you should do and you want to make sure you do, have those basic reminders on your review sheet. So go through that. shouldn't take long. And if, sometimes you get a really long review sheet, just, do the abridged version. You don't want to have too much time here. Just, you know, the basic points you want to keep in mind. Kind of like a coach going through, um, uh, you know, 
basic points with an athlete before they start a game. You want to be that coach for yourself. Go through your review sheet. Hey, remember to do this here, remember to do that there. So go through that review sheet. Then, warm up. And I did a podcast episode on this, so I'm gonna, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that. I'll also uh, include um, a blog post as a companion that I did in, our, in the show notes. But warm up. So what do I mean by that? Um, just basic light work. Uh, do some do easy questions, easy LSAT questions to get yourself warmed up. It's like just you're getting your muscles flexing so that way you're not starting cold. If you ever had that experience where you uh, go into a PT or something or intersection and you're like, oh, okay, you know, three minutes in, now I'm warmed up. Now I'm hitting my stride. I kind of got the kinks out of my system. The whole purpose of warming up is that we do that beforehand. So we're already kind of hitting the ground running when we start a section. So um, just a brief synopsis of warming up. A few questions from each section, you know, two to five easy LR questions. Um, maybe you don't have to do the full passage or the full game, but annotate an easy passage, um, uh, do a setup for an easy game, and make your inferences for that game. Um, but easy is the key word. And again, it's about easy because it's not about the result. It's just getting yourself in that uh, mode, in that zone, if you will. You want to trigger that muscle memory so you're already like... Um, firing all, on, on all cylinders when, when you start the actual exam. Um, and, and don't check the answers. You're pr- again, these are easy. You'll probably get them right. But in the off chance you, you get something wrong on one of those questions, you don't want it to mess with your head. It's probably just a fluke. But easy questions, just do them, get warmed up. At this point, you're probably about to take the exam. Better to be early, you know, at least by... Uh, five to ten, if not more minutes before your scheduled time with Proctor U. Um, make sure your desk is ready. Um, if you if you want to do some breathing exercises, if you have time to kill, feel free. But at this point, get ready for Proctor U. Start the exam. Now, let's fast forward to, so hopefully this thing went ideal. It probably did if you've been working at it. And if it didn't, that's okay. There are always second chances in life. Um, but, but let's just assume we've gone through this exam we're at the end of it. Cool. What do we do now? So just a couple of points. Um, one major point. When you're done, obviously relax. Take the rest of the day off. Do something nice for yourself. But before you do anything, write down your takeaways. What went well about the exam? What didn't go so well? Was there, you can get specific based on section. Was there a particular game that came up that was interesting um, or you know, might have been challenging. Was there a particular passage three off? Was there something uh, about the LR section? Was there just an overall issue? Did you have any issues with Proctor U um, or the substance of the test? Anything and everything you want to write down. We're doing this for a few reasons, but the main reason is that now, ideally, this is going to be the first and last, or or the very last time you're taking the exam. But you never know. Maybe you take it again, and. Your takeaways can really be helpful because now, you know, especially if it's the first time you took the exam and you actually worked with Proctor U, there are things that you may not have imagined that are real that, 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 came, that, that would happen that came up. Little things that, that maybe went well but could have been better, things that you had questions on, and you want to be ready next time. So if you write this stuff down, then if you do take the exam again, you're going to have this as your blueprint to guide your studies next time so you can be prepared for any of the 
challenges that came up during this real thing. So write down your takeaways. And I can tell you, I took the exam more than once. Because I wrote down my takeaways, they were invaluable as I prepared to take the exam again. And they were invaluable to me maximizing my score and getting my target score. So write those takeaways down. Um, just a few points before I say goodbye. So this, is, this was my routine. This is an example of my routine. Maybe it's something different for you. That's okay. Um, but the bottom line is, right, like, you can use this and um, use this as a, you know, again, just like a model and tweak it to make it work for you. I would encourage you not just to do this for the exam, but seriously, to the extent that you can, do it every time you take a PT so that way you're treating your PTs and like you're treating your PTs just like the exam and you're optimizing them. Um, and that gives you time to experiment. If you do this before every PT, then maybe you'll see, oh, you know, Jimmy recommended this one thing, but maybe I want to tweak it. Maybe it'll look better or differently for me, or maybe there's something else you'll throw in there. But this is your laboratory to experiment and optimize. That way, by the time you take the actual exam, you've got this routine down and you've got it down in a way that's going to serve you best. So this has been an example of my routine to sort of give you some nice concrete things to work with. Again, by all means, please don't feel like uh, you need to um, do it exactly the way I'm doing it. It's just here as sort of a template for you to tweak and optimize for yourself. Um, again, certainly, I encourage you to try this on PTs. You may not want to do all of it for a PT, right? You may not have to, you have to watch a funny movie the night before you take a PT, the way I would encourage you to help with your nerves uh, before an exam. But a lot of the other stuff I would encourage you to do. Um, so again, hope this model has been helpful for you. Please optimize it. I never pretend to have all the answers. I just know what works for me. And there's always ways we can make things better. So feel free to build on what I gave you. Um, again, my website, jdlsat.com. That's jdlsat.com. If you're looking for a private teacher, I do teach privately. I love teaching. Um, this is a dream job for me, and I would love to work with you. So feel free to reach out, jdlsat.com. But please keep listening to this podcast and thank you for your time.